What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the next episode of the East of Stretford podcast. And we talk all things Manchester United. I'm bringing in Vishnu and Karthik. What up, boys? What's up, guys? What's up? How's it going? It's good. Just four intros. Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys yeah. like that? Was the energy there? <laughs> trying still not to laugh. It's, it's a little hard <laughs> to like just answer straightforward. But yeah. Yes, fourth time is a charm. But today we're talking about can Bruno Fernandez and Paul Pogba actually play together? There's been a lot of talk about Pogba actually staying. So will they be able to gel? They both play in similar positions and take up similar roles. Can they do it? The second thing we're talking about is Orion Agallo's loan situation is ending up soon. Is he going to stay with us? Should we keep him? Do we want to keep him? Do we go after somebody else? Let's discuss. And the third thing is that we're talking about Timo Werner has been linked heavily to Man United recently. And I don't know what the boys are thinking about it. I think, you know, Jaden Sancho has started to dip a little bit. But let's stop talking about it. Let's get straight into it. What up, boys? Karthik, how you doing? Doing pretty good, man. How's it going? Good. Vishnu, all good? Ready to go? All good. All good. With a positive outlook today, let's go. Let's get started. Yeah. Let's get started. <laughs> So, like I was saying, we're talking about Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba. They both like playing in the left side of midfield. They both take up similar positions. Can they gel? Will Pogba have to move back? Vishnu, what do you think? Uh, it's a great question because uh, currently Pogba seems to be fully fit and ready to lead the midfield for Man United once again. And with Bruno as well, and they haven't really played together. I think they've had one week of training together, and that's about it. Um, in an interview recently as well, Solskjaer said that, well, good players can always play together. And uh, no doubt, I think it's clear in our minds, at least for now, that Pogba is not going anywhere. He's going to stay. He's going to relish a new challenge that he has, that is to play with Bruno Fernandes. And uh, yeah, I think this partnership is going to be fantastic, to be fair. Um, Pogba hasn't really featured in the game. He hasn't played since Boxing Day 2019. And with these two in and raring to go, I think the way it's... Because they're operationally similar and uh, Pogba's a bit more physical, whereas Bruno, I feel, out of the two, shows a bit more of a attacking display. Um, like, I think what they'll be... What Sorsha is going to be looking for is what uh, Pep Guardiola did with the his first title win with Man City. That is, like, when he played Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva as number eights, and they were just, like, rotating with one another and swapping ends. And uh, it was brilliant to watch because, like, it kind of, you know, negated the fact that, like, they can both ghost about and take each other's positions whenever they want. Um, so I think Ole is going to look for a similar sort of um, formation. It'll be more like a 4-4-2 diamond or, like, a 3-4-2-1 which is what we used in our last two games uh, against Everton and Man City. So in the 4-4-2 diamond sort of thing, like Bruno Fernandes would be uh, playing the number 10 role and more attacking, where he'll be guarding the attacking, the last final third, whereas like Pogba will play on like a slightly left midfield position, feeding the balls through. Um, or if we're using the 3-4-2-1 formation, I think uh, Pogba could be used as a number 10 role with... Um, Two of like with the players uh, with Fred McTominay or Matic, like one of the two of them, 
Whereas like um, Bruno can just like ghost about and feed balls into the center midfield and like everything else. So I think like these, this partnership is very, very exciting. And I'm so, ex- I'm so ready to watch these guys like dominate the Premier League. They are undoubtedly two of the best midfielders in, in, in the world. And um, yeah, who knows? I think Solskjaer can really get the best out of them. <clears throat> Karthik, what do you think, man? Like, how are we going to line up with the two of them in? How are we going to play? Because, you know, they both really do take up similar positions, man. How are we going to do this? They do, and I think that's a little bit of a concern for me as well. Um, I do see, I mean, I agree. I mean, Ollie's also, I mean, the last interview I heard of Ollie's as well, he seemed to be looking forward to having Pogba. And, and Pogba also, on the other hand, has been doing a lot of marketing for us. Or whatever, but uh, we've seen a lot of podcasts, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. uh, him working out with the United jersey and stuff like that. So it seems like he's keen to return to the team and play with Bruno. So I think it's more of a, a mentality situation here. If Pogba is willing to, um, you know, Pogba like um, something like what Pogba played for um, um, in the same in a similar position, like he played for France with. Uh, Griezmann and a more attacking, like they had a more uh, Griezmann and then Giroud in front of them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was the formation. Um, so, yeah, so I think Pogba is capable of doing that, but I also feel like if uh, um, we could, I, I don't see why we couldn't have a more of um, uh, just like what Vishnu said about uh, De Bruyne and um, uh, a very similar De Bruyne and Silva sort of a situation where they keep rotating amongst this position. And agreed, Pogba has played uh, more defensive lately, especially Mourinho and stuff. But I think um, he can definitely push forward. And yeah, dude, I think honestly, it's just a matter of mentality. Both of these players are willing to play if Pogba understands Bruno and Bruno understands Pogba. I think Silva and De Bruyne had that fantastically. Yeah. The dynamics and the chemistry between them was just incredible. Like, they just know what to do. So yeah, I think Bruno, I feel like, is a player who could play with anyone. But Pogba, we've seen it before as well. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if he doesn't, if he's not in the right mindset, then we could see like a clash with egos or something. And Bruno, for a fact, plays for the team, and Pogba needs to start doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, fantastic, probably top quality midfielders. We have, we have these two players at our disposal. So why the fuck we should try and use them? Yeah. So yeah, I'm leaning more towards that formation. Considering, I mean, we're going to talk more about the transfer market later on as well. So um, uh, we'll get there, but. Yeah. Right now, I feel like this. we have good options. And especially with Matic, McCominay, Fred, you know, all of them have, even Matic has sort of, you know, um, stepped up recently. So that's great. So, yeah, dude, I mean, I'm totally looking forward to it. I mean, honestly, I just want fucking football to just get started. I don't, honestly, I don't care who plays anymore, man. Give me back. That's all I want. Yeah, the Bundesliga is coming back, man. May 16th. Dude, I'm excited, but uh, on on this, on this, I think, you know, I think that France example is perfect because Mm. uh, Griezmann plays a similar role to Bruno. Bruno's a little bit more flexible going back and forth, but they occupy similar, like, positions. But the thing is, Pogba is going to have to be fucking disciplined to stay in Man United and to be successful here because he's going to have to be a box-to-box midfielder. There's no more of this, like, him free roaming everywhere because that is what Bruno is here for. Let Bruno do his thing. Pogba, man, you are six foot something. You're strong as hell. Yeah. 
probably the fittest and best technically in the Premier League. He can play that position where he just bosses like the Yaya Toure used to do, you know, for yeah. Man City. And I hate that we're fucking referencing Man City in this podcast yeah. to go to, but like yeah. he can play that role, man. And I think, you know, what I was just thinking about while you were talking, Karthik, was what if we went fucking old school and we're like 4 4 2 with just Bruno and Pogba in the middle? Pogba. Because both of them can run a shit ton and yeah. occupy yeah. like a similar role to schools and Keen, you know? Yeah. But just yeah. that do a lot more. We may be fucking lax yeah. defensively, but maybe against smaller teams, you know, we can push in that way. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, for okay. me, I think there's no way Pogba's leaving. I think uh, nobody can afford him right now. Juventus. GM came out saying nobody can afford him. So yeah. for us, we have to figure this out. We have a boss-ass midfield. Yeah. I would personally go Fred, Pogba, and Bruno. But I, what would you guys do? Would you guys start Pogba when we get back in? Or would you make him work for it? Because he's been a little bit of a drama queen in the media. Vishnu, I, I don't think we have any more. Like, I, don't, I think we should just put all this like ego aside and then just slot him in, man. Because... I think we've all discussed this as well. We've said that he is one of the greatest midfielders in the world and he's like tactically gifted. He's technically really good. He's physical. Like these are the attributes that really work in the Premier League as well. And like if you've got someone like that and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to waste more time like, uh, you know, bruising the fact that, you know, he's not really, you know, been disciplined or he's been talking shit or like with the whole thing about his agent and stuff. I think at the end of the day, Solskjaer trusts Pogba and he said that, yo, you know, when you're ready, you're ready. And I think just slot straight in, man, because I can't wait to see this partnership between I these can't two. Either. I really, really just want to see these two play. Because, like, you know, even like Bruno's, uh, they've, played, they've played against each other in the, in the Serie A. And mm-hmm. like, uh, in like a recent interview, Bruno's like come out and said that, yo, I'm very excited to be playing with Pogba and stuff. You know, he's, he's got, like, a bad rep because people expect a lot from him. And he's mm-hmm. put Pogba in the same expectation level as, like, Messi and Ronaldo and stuff like that. And it's, it's you know, he also said, that like, you know, people forget all the good games that you've played if you've just done one stupid thing. And, like, Pogba has mm-hmm. been riddled with um, controversies and he's been, you know, in the news on and about. And we've heard his podcast as well. So, like, I think... Why waste time? Because I, I feel like Pogba is very confident that his relationship with Solskjaer and the players are really good. And that's what I get from the rest of the players as well. They've all like defended Pogba. So like fucking slot him right in and then let's see the magic happen, boys. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. I think it's going to be big. I think it's going to be big. Quick thing, Karthik, what, do you, what would you do? Would you bring him straight back in or would you make him work for it? I would say just put him back in. Let's see how it goes the first game. I have yeah. to agree with which. Yeah. Just, let's just see how it goes. Like, fuck it, man. We're all dying for some entertaining yeah. football. Like, either we get really good football or we get some good drama. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, with Rashford back in, man, I'll be yeah, oh, yeah. excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I just wish. Uh, I mean, uh, it depends on a lot of factors, obviously. Like, if he's, uh, how he's in training, wants to come back and stuff, how the team's getting along. I think the whole team needs to, like, kind of get back on. Yeah. It's been a long break and, and don't know when it's. So, yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah, we're all on the same page. Bring, bring Pogba back in straight away when he's ready. Number two, the, the second thing we're talking about today is Odion Ogalo. 
His contract is running out. He's on a loan deal. He has come out on the Man United podcast saying, obviously, I would love to stay here. And obviously, I want to be successful here. And he's been so... Dude, the way he talks about Man United just makes fans so happy because he's clearly someone that wants to be here. And he talks up all of our players. He talks up Bruno. He talks up Martial, who's his direct competitor, saying that he's most impressed with him. So, Karthik, I want to start with you. Do we bring in another center forward or do we trust the two as Igalo and Martial as our front two? Dude, um, uh, yeah, I think we need to give Igalo a little bit more of a chance. I don't think letting him go right now is a good idea at all because we know the, the, the struggles we have had um, in fine, uh, with a center forward this entire season. So now we have someone who is who feels like instinctually like he's just he just knows how to be a, stri- a good striker you know he's powerful he's strong and he can come off the bench and still perform so yeah i mean i don't i i've always been a pro martial pro igalo sort of a guy like i, I like both of them in the team uh, i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't go with even bringing in another striker i don't think that's where we need someone right now um and yeah, dude, I mean, Igalo, every time he's come down, I mean, he's yet to score in the Premier League. So I think he deserves that opportunity as well. Um, you know, and it's too soon to let him go. Like, I don't think we've made complete use of him. Like, he's shown, like, great sparks of potential. Like, in every game he's come on, he's performed. Um, so it would be unfair to let him go. And if we do let him go, I don't think I'll ever understand it. Like, I'm completely against letting Igalo go. I, I, I think he's a great fit for the team. And, you know, he's... He's done well, so yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, Vishnu, what about you, dude? What would you do? Um, okay, quickly, first, we're talking about um, keeping him to the end of the season, right? And not for the next season. No, if next that's season. For next season. End yeah. of the season, he's already staying for sure. Okay. Um, no, because like his contract uh, expires on the 30th of June, 2020, yeah. with us. And like... Um, you d- he did come out on the podcast and say, yo, I really want to be a part of this. I want to see the season through. And he's been in good form. He's been making good runs, man. He almost scored, like, in his debut game against, who was it? I think it was City, right? In his first three minutes or something in the Premier League. So, he's impressed me so much as well. Um, Igalo is brilliant. Like, his current market value is 5.2 million uh, euros, uh, which is, like, quite decent as, as well. And if you're thinking long-term, then, yeah, I- I'm not sh- not entirely sure, but I um, we definitely need him till the end of this season, um, especially because I'm not sure how fit Marcus Rashford is. And say if we have to start the season next week, I'm not sure Rashford is like fit enough, like completely, to play on. And Igalo presents himself as a great opportunity. He's a complete striker as well. He's his touches are beautiful. He's a, a one-touch pass player. He's he's uh, we've seen him score goals against last against. Um, um, his four goals he scored in the Europa League and in the FA Cup. Um, yeah, I think we definitely have to keep him at least to the end of the season. I don't think we need him after, though. Why? Why don't you think? Like, for next year, who would you bring in? Um, I still think that, like, um, if we can... Uh, first of all, Mason Greenwood, as uh, this is one thing that was very weird for me as well, because I expected... Mason Greenwood to start a lot more games when Rashford was injured. But mm-hmm. um, he did not do that because we played a bit more of... We played Brandon Williams and Luke Shaw on the left-hand side. So Luke Shaw had the ability to like 
run play as a wing back a lot, which kind of took away the left side position. So Martial could play as a CF. Um, but I think that if if we get Mason Greenwood and we don't even have to do that, we can be a bit more like uh, we can have a bit more focus on defense as well. While like uh, whilst like uh, Martial and Greenwood play in like a swapping that left attacking left midfield and like a CF position. So, but I my only thing is like injury concerns, right? So I think we should like invest in like if we're looking for that kind of strategy and especially with if we're playing both Bruno and Pogba, you need like a world class finisher who will take every single opportunity. And I still I just don't think Igalo cuts that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. For me, personally, I think that regardless of whether we bring in another center forward or not, I think we just keep Igalo and you know extend his contract out. Because uh, right now, if we don't get another center forward, right, we're stuck with, like you said, Martial and Greenwood. Martial oh. gets injured a decent amount over the last few years, and Greenwood cannot lead, it, lead the line by himself, especially next year where the games will be much more condensed because we're going to have a shorter season. He's not, like, nobody can do that on their own. That's a very good point. I think just have Igalo there. He's going to be fine to be even third player, you know? He's just happy to be there. So if we bring him... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, dude. No, what I was saying is I think he's a great, even as a long-term backup option, like, to have someone like Igalo and, you know, even his needs as a player is not that high, like... He's not, he's not expecting a lot. He knows he's, he's in a big club like Manchester United. He's just grateful to play for Manchester United. So, you know, and so I think every time you've given him an opportunity, I feel like he's taken it. So I kind of disagree with that point where uh, I, I feel like he is a good enough striker who can come off from the bench and still produce goals. And I think that's, I don't think we have had someone like that in a very long time. Like, I, um, you know, so it's great to have someone like that, I feel like, yes. Yeah, yeah dude. I think I think I, I agree with that. Igalo off the bench, he's a good player. Yeah. At the start, I was saying, dude, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we had the chance to yeah. bring in Musa Dembele, Holland, yeah. and we fucked up and you know got a got a guy from the Chinese league. But you know, he's yeah. proved us wrong. He's very grateful to be here. I personally would keep him. Potentially thinking about bringing another center forward because Martial is up and down. And I agree mm. agree with you, Vishnu. I think. You know, Bruno and Pogba supplying like a Lewandowski, yeah. a Kane. That would be yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. A, a little <laughs> bit unfeasible at this time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah. uh, you know, but who, who are a few players, if we were to bring them in, uh, which strikers would you be looking at, Karthik? Who do you think? Um... I think Vishnu should go first on this one. I need to... Okay. Yeah. There's like... Um, we've got a couple of links with... Um, I mean, Harry Kane was a great interest recently. Mm-hmm. I think um, Bruno and Pogba feeding it to Harry Kane is like a dream come true. Then like, imagine if Sancho's there in that lineup as well. That's ridiculous. But like, I feel like, again, like you wonder what you're talking about when like, we still have... We're still forgetting Rashford. Like Rashford is still our key striker, so mm-hmm. we just like we're not if we're not considering him. I think we should go for like maybe a Gimenez, a Raúl Gimenez. He's a good option as well, or even you know I strongly still want this to happen. Edinson Cavani, I want Cavani <laughs> in my fucking team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would I would just love Jimenez to be honest. Like he, yeah. he'll cost us fifty million. 
and it'll just he is so fucking good on the counterattack dude he's the reason why wolves have been, who have been such a counterattack attacking team have been able to finish he just needs one chance he will and he'll nail it and he'll even compete with martial for the starting spot um sure because yeah imen is a great option um i don't know other big strikers i can possibly think of will be either martinez i think martinez would be fantastic for us but um yeah like he's again like a very himenez going to barca yeah no he's probably going to barca so but it hasn't happened yet so yeah that's an option um yeah i mean other than that dude we've been linked with uh, the whole timo werner link thing was also interesting but i don't know if that's also happening um off the top of my head i can't really think about a lot of um um strikers right now who you know apart from maybe kane and himenez is a great option to look at i think he's he's a more um plausible option. like mm. i don't think Uh, yeah. You guys don't think we should start Mason Greenwood more? More, but not not every game. Just for him, I don't agree. I think he needs someone else. Um I don't mind him starting, but he definitely needs a more um uh the need to play with someone more uh like a like if he get in like a Jimenez or someone like I can see him playing with. Uh you know. Well, we've got Rashford, you know, like why why yeah. would we need anyone else? Like because Rashford's not a center forward. He he drifts in from the left and he prefers yeah. that now. Yeah. So I think yeah. again Martial is fantastic really from the left. Yeah. 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 I don't see why we need to move him into a more striker position. Like I think he should play where he is and yeah, Martial I think has worked on his striker uh abilities. We've seen like moments of just sheer brilliance from this man like especially the man city goal we can't forget that yeah. um that was just that was pure striker instinct the run the the finish all of that so yeah i mean um yeah and greenwood i also see greenwood playing as a very like i don't know i was thinking about this today like greenwood could play like a false nine sort of something like yeah. with firmino yeah you know, he's got a he's got a great yeah. fucking left foot right foot like he can he can take shots from outside the box he makes great runs into the box so i think that would be i haven't seen him play in that position yet but that would be yeah. really interesting either maybe that could work out and yeah i think he's going to get the game time dude there's so many games yeah. he yeah. can play cam like you said center forward right wing yeah. and left wing so i think even with that we just got to beef it up because greenwood's not really going to scare marcel into like man i'm going to lose my spot but maybe someone like himenez would i feel yeah um, yeah But I think you know Kartik brought this up, and let's transition into this. Uh, Timo Werner is starting to randomly be heavily linked to us. Uh, you know, Build, who's a very, very, they're a very credible uh, journalism platform in Germany, yeah. and they're coming out saying that you know Timo Werner is talking to Man United. And my thing here, I just want to start off with, he comes off the left as well, and. Mm. so does Marcelo and so does Rashford they're not all of them are not pure center forwards so i don't see how this makes sense at all uh vishnu i'll hand it over to you what do you think yeah you're absolutely right man i think one of them will have to uh migrate into a different position or at least um learn to adapt into a different position because uh we are talking about different leagues here as well like uh for for rb leipzig werner has been really good He scored 88 goals in 150 appearances. He's only 24 years old, so he's got a lot, a long way to go. 
And like, I feel like right now he's looking for a club that can give him that maybe for like, you know, a five year or a five year contract. Um, so I think United, Manchester United and Chelsea have made contacts with his agent um, to in, a, in an attempt to like understand what he's like, what he wants. And uh, Leipzig are also happy to let him go if the player want, if he wants to leave the club at the end of the summer. Um, the only thing is he's got a he's got a fifty two point seven million release clause, which we can like no doubtedly match. Yeah. Um, but there's been a lot of rumors that I think he'd fit in actually. Like he, um, in a way, uh, I think Rashford's comfortable more playing in the left hand side, and if Martial is on that attacking, we can even play two strikers. And Werner will just have to accept the fact that you know he's going to be a left hand like LF or something like that. You know, left hand forward. Um, which might work. I don't know what Solskjaer's got plans for him or anything. You know, it might work for him. But he's... Uh, I've heard that he's waiting for an offer from Liverpool uh, more than anyone else. He's been like... Um, Liverpool have made it clear that they're not going to uh, make an attempt to sign anyone until, like, you know, they understand the financial... Um, like, they understand what's going to happen to the finances after this whole situation that's happening. So, yeah, I, it's, I, it doesn't seem likely to me at all. Maybe about like 10, 20% chance that Werner has got a genuine interest to join Man United. Mm. Karthik, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with Vishnu too, man. I mean, it's, he's a fantastic talent. He's, he's you know, uh, but again, like what you said as well, Arman, like I don't see him. I just feel like bringing in a player and... So, okay, now, Werner is really good coming in from the left, and that's how he's got most of his goals. And, you know, now if we put him in that position, we're asking one of our players like Rashford or Martial to go more central, say, say that's the case. Now we're making players who have already adapted to a certain way of playing. We're asking them to change. Again, I think this is what's been happening with Man United as yeah. well. Like, we bring in players who play in similar positions. And ask our existing players to adapt differently again. So mm -hmm. people who are starting mm -hmm. to get used to a style of football, I don't think we should keep changing that. Um, if anything, we should get Werner in and probably the only way, like, then we should just play him strictly as a striker like, and have Rashford mm -hmm. play on the left. Because I don't see, like, right now for me, like, Rashford has been shining in that position and just moving him and just moving him somewhere else from there. It's just, it doesn't make sense. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I fucking hate this transfer, to be honest. Like, I, yeah. I would yeah. be so pissed off if he came. Like you said, it's just like bring in a superstar and yeah. put him wherever and let's accommodate. The reason why yeah. Liverpool are fucking good is because they have put in pieces that fit the puzzle, the Jurgen Klopp puzzle, yeah. Andy Robertson, Trent Alexander-Arnold. You know, yeah. these guys who fit a system who were not, not superstars before Klopp. So yeah. that's what I would like. I would rather bring in someone who actually fits the role. And to be honest, what I think is happening is we're doing like a mutually beneficial thing with RB Leipzig. Uh, yeah. we're, we're coming in so that Liverpool are a little bit scared. Shit, we got to move. Someone else is going to buy him. And at the same time, we have now a little bit of negotiation power with uh, Jaden Sancho and Dortmund. We'll say, yeah. okay, look, you know, if you don't want to come, we're going to bring in another superstar at half your price. So we're fine, you know, take our 100 million or shut the fuck up, you know what I mean? So I think that gives both Leipzig and United a little bit of power to negotiate a little bit. So I, I, I really see, I can't see this happening at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, don't, I, I, wouldn't I, don't I wouldn't understand. I don't think Ollie would is too keen yeah. on this either. I don't see him. 
like leaning towards this. But I don't know, man. Our transfer windows always surprise us. That's, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll just be happy like to have all our graduates play like because we already got Rashford in, we got Greenwood, mm-hmm. got Scotty McTominay, and these guys yeah. are like academic graduates who are doing such a good job. And they're like bossing the positions and they're owning it, you know? And like, I just want to see more people like that. So maybe, you know, like the likes of Joel Garner or like, um, yeah. yeah, that'll be Tuan cool. Zebe. Zebe. I, I hope fucking Tuan Zebe owns that shit, dude. Yeah. I, he could be the next captain after Maguire. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's a little bit of a tangent. Uh, I, lo- yeah. I think that's a good place to end up. Everybody, if you liked the content, please consider subscribing. We're going to be coming back with content like this every week, at least once a week. We're going to be a little bit more frequent, right, boys? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've we've gotten a little lazy because of the amount of time we have on our hands. But yeah, I mean, for sure. (laughs) We're going to push it. We're going to push it. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe. Like the video if you liked the content. It would mean a lot to us. Share it with all your Man United fans, friends. So yeah, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. See you in the next one. Peace out. Peace out, guys.